You're listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, and I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Welcome back to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. Happy New Year. This is the first podcast of 2024. I hope that you had a great holiday season. I know that I definitely took time to relax. I was actually pre-recording this before Christmas and before the New Year's because I really wanted to take some time to be present, but start the New Year off with something that was going to be a tangible way that you can support yourself and your body on a daily basis. So I had gotten some questions on what my sauna protocol looks like, and so I'm definitely going to share that, but I also want to share things that we can do on a daily basis to support our overall detox pathways. And our detox pathways are ways that we can support our hormones, support our skin, support removal of things that we might be exposed to in the environment. And it doesn't mean that it's like a cleanse that you do every day. It's just different practices that I have in my lifestyle because for me, I know that I need to be supporting these pathways. I know that I'm prone to feeling sluggish in these pathways. And so I sauna is definitely a part of them. And so I am going to be going through my sauna protocol, but I also understand that maybe not everybody has access to a sauna. There are a lot of people that I've been talking to that have saunas in their gym. So this definitely would be applicable to you, but I also want to show you different ways that you can take my sauna protocol and do it in a hot bath or do it with even just like a warm shower or make a day out of going to a different sauna studio. So you have a lot of different options. And I think that's, what's so cool about different infrared sauna studios, or locally, we have this place called the sauna way, which is this really, really cute boutique homemade finished sauna in, in her, in her house. Well, not not in her house. It's near her pool area, but she's turned it into an amazing business where she has sauna plunge, this beautiful bathhouse, And it's, you can make a whole day out of it with friends. You know, it's just turning socialization into not just, Hey, let's go grab a drink at the bar. It's, Hey, do you want to grab a few friends and go do sauna and cold plunge. So it's really cool. So there's, I, and I see a lot of those popping up everywhere. So today we're going to get into daily detoxification practices. And when I say detoxification, there's different things that I mean by that detoxification. We, we detox every single day, right? We, we, our liver process, processes things, our gallbladder emulsifies toxins and helps remove them in the bowels. So that's a huge way that we detox. We detox a lot of things through sweat. So when I say daily detox practices, it's really going to just have a huge emphasis on nutrients that we can be consuming to help our liver and gallbladder. If you don't have a gallbladder, you need to be even more on your liver support stuff because conventional medicine just takes the gallbladder out and doesn't really talk about risks or benefits with that. Our bowels need to be moving. That is something that I don't see happen enough. And ideally we want to be able to have a diet and lifestyle that we don't need to constantly be cleansing from, right? It's the beginning of the year, maybe during the holiday season, you maybe had things to eat or drink that is not of your norm. So it is always nice to have January be that nice, fresh slate. But if maybe during the holidays, you didn't 
stray away from things that you would have typically had, or maybe you're feeling really good. I like using these daily detox practices just to live a preventative lifestyle, especially in the back of my mind, knowing that cancer and all of these different things can really come from a lot of different toxic burden. Again, that's just a, a way that I like to live in this way. And when I'm recommending a lot of these things in people's protocols for people that I'm working with, I, I like it to just be, Hey, now we're just fitting this in your lifestyle. It's not like we're doing a 30 day detox or whatever. I mean, I definitely utilize those things. And I think that those things definitely have a place for certain people who might need it, but on a daily basis, there's so many things that we can do to support. So let's hop right into it. And I'm going to start off by what I do every single morning, every single morning, I start out with warm filtered lemon water with a little bit of aloe vera juice. And then I also love to put some different tinctures in there. So I love the Zuma tinctures I've been putting. I do the fulvic and, uh, fulvic and trace mineral drops. I do their lymphatic and liver support. Those are two different tinctures, but I start the day that way. And then I work right into breath work, which I do with a 10 minute meditation. And that's a really great way to stimulate a lot of lymph nodes. A lot of people don't think of breath work and meditation that way, but we have tons of lymph nodes in our abdomen that a lot of people don't think of. And breath work and vagus work, vagus, <laughs> vagus nerve work is a really great way to be able to support those things. And so first thing in the morning, the warm lemon water is really great for digestion uh, lemon being bitter is also really great for stimulating digestive enzymes, but also helping to support the liver. So that's something that I do every single day and love to do. It's something that my body really craves. And so that can be something that you do on a daily basis. Now is lemon water, the ultimate detox. And if you are having a really overburdened liver, is that the only thing that you can do? No, of course not. But it's something that I think everybody could incorporate, especially to hydrate your bowels and get digestion flowing. It's a really great practice. And then getting into maybe some breath work or different types of breathing or mindfulness and meditation can be really great. Second thing is sweating and moving your body. Any type of movement is going to be a way to stim stimulate your lymphatic system. So recently I'll spend two to five minutes before I get into my workout of jumping on the rebounder. I got a rebounder from Amazon during prime day and I actually really like it. Essentially it's just a mini trampoline, but that movement of jumping up and down, whether it's jumping up and down or jump roping or jumping in place or jumping on a rebounder is so great at supporting the lymphatic system. And a really great reason to do that in the morning is because your lymph is more stagnant at nighttime because you're not moving that's why people can feel more puffy in the morning, right? Like a lot of that puffiness is just stagnancy. And so even if you don't work out first thing in the morning, maybe as you're waiting for your warm water to heat up on the stove, maybe you just do two minutes of jumping in place to really stimulate and move those lymph nodes. You could also work in facial cupping or dry brushing or ice rolling. That's another really easy kind of habit stacking thing that you can do to that morning routine. But I mean, lymphatic system is a huge part of detox. Lymph needs movement and physical movement is a huge way to do that. Whether you spend two to five minutes jumping up and down, maybe you go out for a walk first thing in the morning. We know how great that is for circadian rhythm. We're past the winter solstice so that the days are going to continue to get longer and longer again, which is great. So you might see morning sunlight a little bit more to get a little bit of that circadian rhythm paired. 
Obviously with any type of movement, any type of sweating is really great for supporting detoxification and lymphatic movement, but that's also kind of why I also pair my sauna use with it. And so in terms of like my sauna protocol, we can kind of go through what that looks like, but my morning routine that takes, I don't know, 15 minutes between the warm water, 10 minutes of breath work, two to five minutes before I get into my workout is something that really kind of sets the tone for the day. And most of that stuff is free, cheap, and easy. You don't need a rebounder. You can jump in place. You don't need anything to be able to use your diaphragm and to practice belly breathing or vagus nerve activation. Obviously the tinctures and things that I put in my water, you don't need you there. I see them as a bonus. You can do a pinch of salt. You could do the lemon in itself is very stimulating. So, I mean, there's definitely levels to a lot of this stuff, but in reality, a lot of those things are super easy things that you can now add to and habit stack to a good morning routine. Maybe you work out later in the day, well, that's fine. You can still take 10, 15 minutes. Maybe you get up 10 to 15 minutes earlier to make time to do some of this stuff. And then you get into your day and then your day feels a lot less rushed and it feels a lot more purposeful. I know that I feel that way with meditation where I know I've talked about this. I know I've done a whole podcast on meditation, but just having time where I'm not immediately waking up and just getting right into my gym clothes, I kind of give myself 20, 30 minutes to just ease into the day a little bit, hydrate, get some minerals in, do some breath work, let my nervous system come into balance and then get into the day. It's honestly a really amazing way to start the day. So then kind of being able to go through your day, obviously there's so many different liver supporting foods that I, that we can incorporate into our day to really help support overall detoxification. Any type of rooted vegetables, great, which in the season that we're in now being in the winter, a lot of those are in season beets, carrots, um, garlic, onions, all really great for supporting liver detox. Cruciferous vegetables are really, really good too. They help to really push estrogen down the preferred pathway that we'd like it to be detoxified from. Different herbs and stuff that I incorporate a lot. I incorporate a lot of burdock and dandelion, yarrow root. I've been doing a lot of those in tea form. So I'll just put them in a French press and with warm filtered water, let them sit when they're hot for about 15, 20 minutes, depending on how strong you like it. And then you drinking that a lot throughout the day. I really do rely a lot more on tea for hydration in the winter time versus in the summertime. It's easier to drink water or coconut water or water with minerals. Whereas in the winter, I'm definitely leaning into more warmer foods. So, I mean, teas are a really great way that you can support detoxification on a daily basis. And those are some of my favorite herbs, especially for skin and liver stagnation prone acne. I like to mix it a little bit with hibiscus because the tartness of the hibiscus pairs well with the bitterness of the dandelion or burdock root, but it also gives the tea just such a nice color. It's good for blood flow. It's high in vitamin C. So that's a combo that I really like. So I really, I love to use herbs, especially in this time of year, maybe in the summertime, I'd make them in an iced form, like an iced tea or sun tea. But in the wintertime, it's really nice to have something warm, but it's still super hydrating. And hydration is obviously a huge thing because a lot of people are either overhydrated, under mineralized, or just not drinking enough water in general. And I mean, that slows down bowel movements. And again, bowel movements are a huge way that we do detoxify on a daily basis. 
Um, in terms of then getting into kind of what a daily kind of sauna or a detox practice can look like, I generally use our infrared sauna most days of the week. I'd say, especially in the winter, probably more so five days a week. I might take one to two days off. But in the summertime, maybe it's not as much. Maybe it's I'm aiming for four to five days or I'm not, I don't need to stay in it as long. I'm, I'm sweating a lot more. But we generally go in the sauna after we eat dinner. We take Tala for a mile, mile and a half walk. We go in the sauna. It's generally about 145 degrees. And I'll sit in there for 30 minutes and read. I'll dry brush. I'll make sure I'm hydrated. And then afterwards, a few days a week, probably only 11 minutes a week total, I will do some type of cold exposure. Now, what I forgot to mention and what I should have prefaced this with too is in terms of kind of people want to know what what does my whole kind of routine with the sauna look like? Do I take a binder? Do I what do I mineralize? All, yes. So after dinner or before dinner, I generally take my nighttime supplements and I generally add a binder to that. So I take the binders from Cellcor. So they're fulvic and humic acid based, and I can take them with food because they're not binding my own minerals like charcoal or bentonite clay would do, which those are fine things to use as a binder. But if you are already pretty depleted in minerals, I would watch doing that on a daily basis. Say you do that before you go in the sauna every single day, it can be depleting. So you really want to make sure that you aren't taking those types of binders with any types of food or supplement. And depending on how depleted you are, you know, just they do take minerals with it. So maybe just make sure that you're replenishing if you are using those things as a binder. And sometimes those things can be fine, but I really like to lean into the fulvic and humic based binders because although they're very binding, they can, you know, if I'm sweating or getting something out, it really helps to remove it, but it's also very nourishing in terms of it's not stealing my minerals. If anything, it's helping to enhance my minerals. And for that reason, I can take it with food. So I generally, if we eat at five 30, say around that time, I'll take my binder then. And I'm generally going in the sauna by six 30. So I generally try to take the binder within 30 to 60 minutes of when I'm going to go in the sauna. Sometimes it's not perfectly within that time range. You also can take it afterwards if you'd like, but I, I just take it before because that's when I'll take whatever other nighttime supplements, my magnesium, a probiotic, I just take it all together. And because that binder is not binding and binding or interacting with anything that I'm eating, I can take it with other food and supplements and it's not going to do any issue. I'm also making sure that I'm hydrating, not a ton with necessarily dinner, but a lot throughout the day, making sure I'm getting plenty of minerals. And when I do go in the sauna, I usually just bring in lemon water with a pinch of Redmond's real salt or Celtic sea salt and make sure I'm hydrating that way. After the sauna, a few days a week, I'll go in the cold plunge. Or if I'm not cold plunging that day, I'll just take a shower that I try to not make super warm. It'll probably be, I mean, it's not necessarily cold all the time, but um, it's, it's, it still wanted to feel refreshing. And then after the sauna, I'll remineralize again. So I'll make us some herbal tea that we generally do a lot of chamomile or chamomile and spearmint or peppermint type mixtures. I do a lot of the mountain rose herbs teas. Those are awesome. They come, there's some really cool blends that we really like that then we'll do that. I'll probably put some minerals, fulvic and uh, trace mineral drops in that again, just to kind of help remineralize us a little bit. 
I'll throw my castor oil pack on, which can definitely be a daily detox practice. I do usually throw that on when I'm doing my skincare and then we kind of relax for the night. Sometimes I'll get on the acupuncture mat or throw my blue light blocker glasses on and we'll just kind of decompress and sleep. Sleep is a huge part of detox that a lot of people don't think about. Sleep is a huge way that we regenerate. Sleep is a huge way that our brain detoxifies. So through the lymphatic system, um, that is essentially your brain's lymphatic system and sleep high quality, deep REM sleep is a huge way that we do that. So that's why I take a lot of magnesium. Magnesium is really important because I know that I deplete a lot just through training and sweating and probably just having a little bit more of a go, go, go lifestyle. So I, I, I make sure to replete and replenish a lot of those minerals, but sleep is a huge way that we detoxify. And so definitely don't sleep on a lot of the free different things that we can help support detoxification on a daily basis. So what if you don't have a sauna, but would like to partake in some of these, you know, that little kind of nightly or a few times a week ritual of being able to sweat and partake in maybe some of the lymphatic support with that contrast therapy? Well, you can easily do it with a bath. I sweat so much in a hot Epsom salt bath. And the cool thing about that too, is you don't have to stay in it that long. I mean, a hot Epsom salt bath staying in 15 minutes can be tough sometimes. So that's my next best thing is I'm never going to force somebody to be a bath person. There's people who I've had consults with and I was like, Oh, a bath would be, you know, you could take a hot Epsom salt bath. I'll put it in a lot of like cleanse, uh, skin clearing protocols or hormone protocols. Cause it's a really de-stress way to be able to get a lot of magnesium, especially with the Epsom salts. You can throw some baking soda in there or essential oils to really enhance it. But if someone's not a bath person, I'm not going to make somebody be a bath person. If that's not something that you enjoy the, the, how any health habits that you can stack on top of each other, how they're going to become habits is if there's something that you enjoy. Now there's definitely a fine line of this is uncomfortable and this makes me feel uncomfortable, but I can push past it right with any type of workout or obviously certain times in the sauna, it can get real hot, not as much in the winter, but more in the summer when I'm already running warmer where I'm like, okay, four more minutes or two more minutes and it's uncomfortable or same thing with a cold plunge. I kind of always have to talk myself into okay, don't be a baby. Go do this. You said you were going to do it. Now go do it. I'm not talking about that. Pushing past that and having the discipline to be able to put yourself in situations where maybe you're not as comfortable so that you come out better on the other side. But if people are like, I despise a bath, obviously I'm never going to, you know, force that upon somebody. So you can do that type of high hydro or contrast therapy in a few different ways. I mean, the bath is probably the next best thing. Now say you don't have a bath, you can do that with just kind of hot, cold showers. Maybe you get your shower nice and steamy and then it's steamy for a little bit and then you contrast to cold and then you go back to hot and then you contrast to cold and then you go back to hot, but then you end on cold and you can just do a few cycles of that. That in itself, especially if you're not used to cold showers, it can be, I mean, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be a little bit of a mental trick, but even just doing, you know, say 30 seconds on 10 seconds of cold, 30 seconds hot, 10 seconds cold. Maybe you end your shower with that at the end of a shower. I mean, we all shower, I hope. So that's simple. It's not going to be the same. You're not going to work up a sweat as much as you would if you were in a hot bath, but it's still getting that warm, cold, warm, cold, where you're getting a lot of that lymphatic support. 
Or you could say you did maybe a cardio session or a workout where you got a good sweat in, you could finish it with kind of that hot contrast therapy as well so that you can still make sure you're sweating and get that type of benefit because any type of movement and sweating is still great. You get a little bit deeper of a detox with things like sauna because it's, it's penetrating on a deeper level, but still sweating is just so important in general. So however you choose to do so, or however you have the means to be able to do so, I definitely recommend it. And, and, you know, recommend working in different ways that you can finish it off, right? Whether it's a cold shower, or maybe you fill your bathtub up, bathtub up with cold water, or maybe you, I don't know, just, I mean, we have like a horse trot that we got from Country Max. We don't have a crazy expensive plunge in the summertime. It is definitely a little bit harder to manage the cold. And so we're actually going to try out some therapies this year or excuse me, not therapies, modalities. There's different cooling systems that you can get that you can put in anything. So I think we're going to look into something like that for the spring and summer, but for the winter, we maybe change the water out in the trough every few weeks. It doesn't get as gross because it's not as warm. Generally our water sitting at low fifties to mid forties this time of year, especially in the dead of winter, it's definitely been cold, cold where it's, it's definitely a struggle for me to get in there, but for us getting a hundred dollar trough on Amazon and then just at country max and then filling it up with water. I mean, it's a super cost effective way, but again, if you maybe don't have the space or anything like that, you can fill up a bathtub or just take cold showers. I prefer actually just fully submerging versus taking cold showers because cold showers, they can be cold, but any type of way that you're getting that hot cold really is a huge benefit. And again, you're getting the lymphatic, you're getting the cold shock proteins, you're getting so many different things with it. I think I did a whole podcast episode on cold exposure. I did actually, now that I remember. So you can go and check that out if you want to learn more, but these are different things that I do on a pretty regular basis. I pretty much wear my castor oil pack every night. I make a lot of the herbal teas every day. I do a lot of like the lemon stuff. I sweat every day or for the most part, most days. And so a lot of times these are different things that you can just add into your lifestyle that you're already doing to just be able to enhance it a little bit more. So I hope that this was helpful. If you are interested in this type of stuff and are interested in maybe coming to one of our future retreats, we actually do a whole afternoon of hydrotherapy at the sauna way that I was just mentioning. We've gone there the last few times that we've been here in the Finger Lakes and we're doing it again in this upcoming May retreat, which it's May 16th through the 19th. It's a Thursday evening check-in all day Friday and Saturday and then wrapping up Sunday morning. So we're giving a full extra day this go around just like we did in the fall and we found so much more benefit. So if this is if that's something that's on your radar or on your bucket list and something that you've been wanting to try, definitely stay tuned for the launching of that, which is actually tickets for that are launching next week when this is, uh, yeah, I think we're launching on the 12th. So when I'm recording this, I'm, it's like a whole month out. So bear with me if my days are a little off, but you can go to my website, which I'll link in the show notes if that's something you're interested, but I'd love to see how you guys are practicing these different habits. So if you're, if you're already doing some of these things, or if you're now working some of these into your lifestyle is ways that you can just enhance your health on a daily basis, feel free to tag me at Dr. Haley Shaw for at alpha health and wellness. I'd love to reshare and show how 
people are using a lot of these different modalities. So thanks so much for listening. If you haven't already left a review, please be sure to do so on whatever platform you listen. It, it just really helps the show and helps it to be pushed out to people who could enjoy it. So I appreciate it. And I will see you on next week's episode. I'm so happy to be back and so happy that you tuned in. Take care. We'll see you next week.